We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Are you ready for some rapid fire, Jesse? Have we made it, Vince? We have made it all the way. All right, it's time to land this plane right into some rapid fire. <clears throat> we got some good questions in here today, I think. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see how this goes. It was a combo effort between Jesse and myself. So we're going to see how this goes. So number one, buy or sell former Boston College head coach reportedly saying he's leaving college football for the defensive coordinator job at Green Bay because with recruiting, NIL, and fundraising, There's no time for actual coaching anymore. What are your thoughts? Um, So (laughs) I buy what he's saying, but I I think he's, he's to me, it's a, it's a lot of laziness kind of built into one sentence. And I think that like, I don't disagree that you can actually just coach more in the NFL. You know, obviously don't have to worry about the recruiting NIL and everything that the college game has kind of transformed into the last couple of years. But at the same time, like you can still be a good coach and still have a good network of assistants, recruiting directors, coordinators, all, you know, all sort of that stuff. Sure. And it just sounds like he didn't have the resources that he wanted at Boston college. And he just wanted to be the guy to coach, right. He didn't want to have right. to do all of the extracurriculars. And so, you know, I, I get what he's saying, but every other coach is doing it too. It's not just him at Boston College. Every other coach is, you know, going through the same stuff that he sure. is. And so it just felt like a kind of a lazy cop-out excuse to me at the end of the day. Just say, you know, I, I to me it just would have been, you know, I enjoyed my time at Boston College. I wasn't able – I wanted to, and I think I have better – you know, for what I want to do, I think I have better aspirations in the NFL. Like I don't need the laundry list of excuses for why – it didn't work out. Just say you just prefer to coach right. in the NFL. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. I, I just feel like, yeah, it's a lazy attitude. Uh, I don't, I sell it because that's what you signed up for, man. And it look, is NIL out of control? Yeah, it is. But you're at Boston college. Were you really going to be active, like super active in NIL? And were you going to be competing <laughs> with the Alabamas and the Georgias and the you know Notre Dames of the world for recruits anyway? no, so I don't really understand like recruiting. I mean, uh, fundraising has always been a part of being a head coach in college football, right? From the bottom levels all the way to the top, like speaking engagements, like all that, like it's always been a thing. So were you surprised at that? Like, I, I just, 
I just feel like it's a it's a boatload of excuses. And I and I feel like he's just trying to mask the fact that he was, you know, 22 and 26 in four seasons of Boston College. <laughs> like that's not going quite where he wanted it to, yeah. right? Like just say it. Like, look, I don't want to be in college. Like I, you know, I'm I wasn't successful. And stop blaming it on all the ex, you know, the the external forces. You didn't do a good job, man. Like it is what it is. Yeah, they sustained injuries and all these other but dude, to blame it on fundraising and recruiting and NIL, that's that's this is a lazy take for me. And I I didn't like that at all. I didn't like it. Like, what do you think you're getting yourself into? It's it's weak. Weak. <laughs> all right. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. There's a group funding what they are calling, quote, the enhanced games, where all the athletes use performance-enhancing drugs. They're going to put on their own Olympics. So scale of 1 to 10, the chances that you would watch the enhanced games. So on a scale of 1, one to 10, I'd give this a, a solid 8. And it's not because I'm interested in, you know, the Olympic aspect How? of it. I'm just interested to see these crazy you know, juiced up guys going out there and what ridiculous feats that they can accomplish type situation, <laughs> right? Like, I just want to see like how much you can actually do when you, you know, combine basically steroids, like what that gap actually looks like, right? Like right. the, like the, the, the clean Olympian 
and the the drugged up Olympian, how much they can actually move. Like, are they lifting like a hundred more pounds? They lifting two hundred more pounds? <laughs> are they popping a blood vessel in their Seriously. forehead? Like, like as they're, they're, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I just oh, want to see the process of it, not the actual sporting aspect of it. I just want to see the process of these guys just jacked up on steroids and how they're you know going through it essentially. <laughs> you know. <laughs> It's going to be a train wreck is what it's going to end up being like that. There, there's a video out. Did you see the video? There's a video floating around on on uh, on Twitter that is like a minute long promo for this. And the guy who's narrating it, he's like, I've beaten all of, uh, who's, you know, uh, Usain Bolt's records. I've done this. I've done that. And nobody knows who I am. It's like. Somebody's heart is gonna like burst as that's what like, I mean. Running. Like someone's like, gonna <laughs> something bad. Someone's gonna and again, happen. I don't mean this in like a very <laughs> like I'm not wishing like, but someone it's like you think someone might have like an overdose or something. Oh, hundred percent. Right? Yes, absolutely. There's a reason that this stuff is illegal, right? In in, in the Olympics and things of that nature. Like they're and like their tagline is like science is real. Like, <laughs> like come on, man. Like I it's I don't like the fact that they're promoting. That's what I mean. Like it's unsafe behavior. Yes, because there's going to be kids out there, and I know this is going to sound very like, Pollyanna oh, of more, me. I just do steroids. Yeah, but th there's going to be high school kids that are going to watch this and be like, "Look what I can do if I just do this," <laughs> you know. And it's like that is not the message that you want to send at all. And and I don't wish harm on any of these people, but I hope this thing fails miserably. Right, exactly. And the only way it's going to fail miserably is if somebody gets hurt. Like yeah. that's the only way. Like something medically is going to go wrong. Um, I just like I'm I'm very hesitant. Like my son does like you know the supplements and like the the protein and like all this crap. He's always buying, and I'm like, really? Like I don't know how I feel about all this stuff, and like. Just now go we're gonna lift flip and eat a peanut butter and jelly. That's yeah. what I was told. Back now we're gonna day. flip on TV and we're gonna see guys like you know juice in five seconds before they take off in the hundred meter dash. Like I, I don't know. I just uh, I don't like it. it I think the, the 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 what is it the the Russian Confederate of Olympic athletes they could join them. They're yeah. used to doping all the time, so I think that they would have. You know, I think that these this group of enhanced games could just invite over over the Federation of Russia, and they could all, you know, compete together because that's what that's yeah, what Russia seriously. does just about every Olympics. It, it it's going to be, I I just see this thing failing miserably. I, I I was shocked when I saw this today. I was like, "Are you serious? They're taking <laughs> it, and they're and they've got like billionaires like funding this thing. I, I, it it's gonna be like American gladiators and for all the wrong reasons. Like it's gonna be terrible." <sighs> All right. Anyway, let's move on. So I saw this on Twitter. I'm not 100% if it's accurate, but we'll pretend that it is. So amidst losses to the Rockets and the Hawks <laughs> over the last couple of games, Los Angeles Lakers superstar LeBron James reportedly walked off the floor and into the locker room with about two minutes left on the clock, both games. So this behavior is blank. This behavior is unacceptable. And, you know, as much as you want, as much as it stings to lose. And, and they lost know, to some bad teams. Like, I believe. And the they just came the off beating the, the Warriors in a double overtime <laughs> in Golden State. Right. And so and, and they're, they're on the brink of are we a playoff team? Are we a not a playoff team? And that's where the real frustration, I think, comes in. Right. They, they, they can't just consistently play well as of recent. Right. And 
But even amidst however bad you're playing, no matter what sport you're playing at any level, it's always unacceptable to to show your frustration. And especially when you're a caliber player of like LeBron James, you're considered, you know, if you, even if you don't agree with where, you know, LeBron ranks all time, he's in that conversation and it gets debated for a reason. Right. And so, Again, even if it, when you have that kind of reputation around you of being one of the greatest players and the leader of your team and playing for, you know, in a big market like the Lakers, you just have to know sometimes that that's not a good idea. Right. And so, <coughs> again, I think it's <laughs> unacceptable. And really what it is, <clears throat> excuse me, is All his right. frustration with head coach Darvin Ham. And he's not the only one. You know, I think everyone is visibly upset with Darvin Ham and it's just come to a breaking point as of recently. And I, I just think, you know, and I know a lot of people aren't huge NBA fans. I've been watching, I watch NBA just about every night now because there's really nothing else on. Um, and, <laughs> and I'm making a bet. Yeah, yeah. And I'm making a bet on, on those games as well. So I, you know, I got, so I have to have something to do here in the winter time. Um, but no, it's just his time. I, I think his time with Darvin Ham is, is expiring. And I think that's what you're ultimately seeing is those final kind of, you know, frustration and boil over moments. Yeah, I just, I don't, it's it's very unprofessional. I'll keep it as, as clean as possible here because he is a pro, right? He, he's, he, in some people's eyes, he's the best player to ever play the game. Not mine, but that's what he is, right? And he is, right. he's, again, I don't want to, you know, go the Charles Barkley route as, you know, he's a role model. But like, what message are you sending also to kids when you're walking off the court with two minutes to go? Can you imagine like a high school kid in a game, they're losing by like 15 points or whatever with two minutes to go, and they're on the bench, and they're like, you know what, F it, I'm out, and just walks into the locker room? Like, that's completely unacceptable. I, I there, He should be fined for that. Like, it, it's just, it is not a good look for him. It's not a good look for the Lakers, and it's not a good look for the NBA. That That is how he's operating because he lost a regular season game. I, I just, I don't know. I, I, I was very disappointed when I saw that, if it's true, I, I I didn't have a chance to fact check it, but anytime I can rag on LeBron James, I'm going to go ahead and take that opportunity. <laughs> uh, but, he, and then he, so he walked off early those two games and now he's scratched from tonight's game against the Celtics. So he's not even going to play tonight. Yeah. Him and uh, Davis are scratched tonight. Yeah. Good luck fellas. Good luck over out there in LA. But uh, I just, it's so unprofessional, man. But again, doesn't surprise me. That's kind of who he is. And that's kind of the disappointing part of things. All right. Scale of one to 10. What are the chances that you're going to watch the newly reunited Skylar Diggins and Jewel Lloyd in Seattle? Skylar Diggins was just signed as a free agent for uh, the Seattle Storm. So she <laughs> joins Jewel Lloyd in Seattle. So scale of one to 10, the chances uh... you're going to watch. So Vince, I can't lie to you. Nope, I, I don't can't remember the last time I've watched a WNBA game. So I would say that at, at best, this is a one out of 10, but I will bump <laughs> this to a two out of 10 just because we are now involving Notre Dame superstars joining on the same team. Right. And so again, I don't have anything against the WNBA. <laughs> it's just, I don't watch and I don't right. find the time and, 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 you know, look out opportunities to watch the WNBA. It's just, it's just kind of how it is. Ultimately. Yeah. I, the, the, the next WNBA game I watch will be my first. I'll just be honest with you on that one. And yes, is it intriguing that the front court 
for the national championship team is back, right? Like they won, didn't they win the national championship with them? Or they at least made it to the final four. I, I don't, I'm not even 100% sure, right? But they're reunited. It's great. It's awesome. I'm sure I will get all the highlights that I need on Twitter from the <laughs> women's basketball Twitter handle at Notre Dame, right? That, that, that's where I'll get all my information on how Notre Dame is doing in the WNBA. So it's it's a one for me because I can't go any lower. Uh, and plus, it's Seattle. Like, we're not going to get an opportunity to watch a lot of Seattle. That's also true. West game. Coast, right? Yeah. Like, so not only are we talking about, like, I can barely make it up to watch West Coast games that I'm interested in. <laughs> exactly. Let alone some WNBA games. 100%. 100%. But it was Notre Dame, so I figured I'd throw it in. All right. I found this one to be very interesting. We talked about this on Monday, I believe, with the uh, the BYU students having to take off their Horns Down t-shirts on the first uh, media timeout when they were playing Texas. They, they were told by the administration to take off the shirts. Oh okay? Gosh. So... It is blank that Barstool Sports is donating 500 <laughs> horns down shirts to the TCU student section for their game against Texas on Saturday. It is elite that Barstool Sports <laughs> is offering these shirts. Vince, I don't understand the whole dilemma around the horns down thing, right? It's not like every someone's like, if you want to continuously use this as your, yep. you know, a form of celebration, rubbing it in people's faces when you're winning, then then there is nothing bad with putting the horns down for an opposing, especially if you're doing it in the game to someone, right? And yeah. then they come back and beat you. There, I have nothing against it. It's not like you're cursing to anyone. It's right. not like you're doing anything foul. It's not like you're you know physically harming anyone. It's good old fashioned trash talk to me. Yep. And I've told you before. You know, I've been a part when I was a part of student sections, I did a lot worse things than just put on a shirt that has a horn down on it. Right. right. And so, like, it's just funny to me. It's a part of what college basketball and college sports as a whole is about. You have rivalries. And if you're Texas, you created this for yourself. You are the ones who, you know, you overused it. You over exaggerated it. You used it to rub it in people's faces when you were doing well. I have nothing wrong with people doing it in your face when things aren't going your way. Yep, completely agree. I, I, this is, uh, look, Barstool Sports and I have a love hate relationship, so I want <laughs> to throw that out there. But in this, in this case, this just shows you just how much money they have and how much money they have to blow on ridiculous stuff. They just love and to create. Is, they're the they're oh. the best pot stewer. Yeah, oh my gosh, hundred percent. And I, like I said, I can speak from experience that they are the pot stir kings in the sporting world. And this is the perfect example of that. And I am here for it, man. I am 100% here for it. I think it's fantastic. I hope that the Horn Frog administration doesn't make them take their shirts off. Oh, there's because, no way. I mean, I if I was an administrator, I'd be like, yeah, let's go. It gets more seats in the butt. Or oh, more, more butts in the seat, Vince. <laughs> and if, that's what, if you're a program, that's all you care about. That's dollars. Absolutely. That's, you know, more. 100%. There's nothing wrong. If, if you are at his administration, athletic administration, are telling people to not do something that it brings more excitement, enthusiasm to the game, then you're part of the problem as well. Completely agree, because that's what athletics is all about. There's no doubt about it. All right. Next one. This is directed right at you. Jesse, the Cowboys oh. defensive coordinator, Dan Quinn, is in line to become the commander's next head coach. Your thoughts on losing 
Coach Quinn? You know, at the beginning of this season, I think I would have gave you a much different reaction than what I'm about to give you right now. I, you know, it's, it's, it's just a mild, I don't like, again, at the beginning of the season, I've been like, this is the end of the world, but now it's just like, you know, it is what it is. And I guess why I'm saying that is one, I guess I'm surprised that Quinn is taking the commander job in itself because it's not a very attractive job. And it felt like the commander swung and miss on all the people that they really wanted. And their fallback plan was Dan Quinn. I, I don't, that wouldn't sit well with me. If I was like the third option of, you know, being in line to get whatever. And I'm only getting it because everyone said no. But I mean, he's been in the last recruiting cycle or not recruiting co- head coaching cycles of the season last season and the season before his name was brought up and he turned down interviews to more lucrative jobs. And so I guess I'm just confused about what makes this commander's job so appealing to him. And right. the reason why I don't I won't be as hurt is because the Cowboys couldn't stop the Packers in the playoffs. You can't win a game when sure. you also aren't you know stopping anyone defensively. And so. I just felt like the the Cowboys defense hit its apex probably eight games into the season and they didn't play well afterwards. And especially the last month, it felt like they weren't playing as well. And I just, I don't have a lot of admiration for a guy that's going to peak halfway through the season and not at the end of the season when it matters most. So that's, that's, and I I, honestly, I hot take here. I think Ron Rivera is going to become, the Cowboys next defensive coordinator, to be honest with you, the commander's ex head coach. Yeah. I think you're going to see a little, little swap a And I don't mind that to be honest. I like Ron Rivera. I I think think Ron Rivera will bring some toughness to that locker room that the Cowboys actually need some accountability. And it's never bad to have that head coaching experience alongside Mike McCarthy, just another guy that can give opinion, help you out with, you know, whatever you got going on. And, it, I, you know, I've said it before, I think the Cowboys lack toughness and mental dif- discipline. And I think Ron Rivera could actually, you know, bring some of that to that locker room. Okay. I'm not even going to answer this one since that's a Cowboys <laughs> question. But All right. little Super Bowl question here. So, apparently, SpongeBob is set to perform Sweet Victory on Nickelodeon's Super Bowl broadcast, according to CBS. Will you tune in for it? <laughs> Um, I had some friends send this to me earlier and they were all excited about it. And I was like, really? guys, what are we talking about? Right really? I, okay. Hold on. Let me, let me back the train up here a little bit. Is SpongeBob your generation? I grew up watching a lot of SpongeBob. Did you? Okay. Yeah. All right. I, I keep forgetting how young you are. I can't remember <laughs> where, I can't remember where SpongeBob like came into being. Right. I, I'd have to look that up. Cause I have no idea. Like it was definitely after my time. Yeah, being a kid and watching cartoons, there's no doubt about that. So I think that SpongeBob and my generation provides some of like some nostalgia, right? I, I think yeah, that I, I think that. that there is I like as a kid, all I remember is watching a lot of SpongeBob on Nickelodeon okay. on repeat, and you know, like if I was at home in the evening time or over the summer, you know, I would I would watch some SpongeBob as a kid, and so. I think I'm going to tune in strictly to see just how it goes. Like I want to see the whole animation thing and whatever, but as soon as it's done, I'm going to cut back to the main broadcast. Don't get me wrong, but I still think it'll be something fun to see. And again, it will provide some of that nostalgia. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. So it came out uh, in the summer of 99. Yeah, I was three years old at that point. There you go. You're right in the wheelhouse then. So I'm sure people that are your age be all about it but like <laughs> the summer of 99 was the summer between my senior year of high school and my freshman year <laughs> you weren't watching spongebob I was not watching SpongeBob. that was <laughs> definitely off my radar so uh i will not be tuning in to anything i'm SpongeBob assuming none of your kids probably grew up watching spongebob either right there was probably other stuff at the time that they my were really son in. my oldest son who's almost he'll be 17 next month um i do remember because he was born in 07 right and so Fun right. Bob was still huge then. So he did. Yeah, watch they were it. still making new yeah. seasons. He was still watched because I remember like when they would do the opening credits and, you know, SpongeBob. Yeah. Like he you would can't play not his, remember that. He would play his nose when he was like a toddler. He'd be like, mm-hmm. do, 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 do. and I was like the cutest thing you've ever seen, you know? But, like, of course, I thought it was cute as my kid. But like, <laughs> he definitely watched it. So we're talking like 09, you know, 08, 09. Like, he was definitely watching it. So it was on in our house. Just not being watched by me. So, you, you know, I think that they still make new episodes. Do they really? I think it's. Well, they, they had a movie not that long ago. So, I mean, it's definitely. Yeah. I think they're still making that, you know, SpongeBob stuff. Uh, well, yeah, they are. But it's the 14th season, apparently. Uh, and it pre- premiered November 2nd, 2023. So. They're, and they, they took some obviously it has been more than 23 years Ooh. but or 14 years but they had like four years in between seasons three and four it was two years in between seasons four and five like so there was like some gaps um <laughs> but yeah they're making new ones holy crap <laughs> oh, people wow. are wild in the chat <laughs> you're not kidding I do like indie sailors uh, idea, oh. but that's we'll save that maybe for next Friday. Yeah, what is the chance Friday of doing a betting topic. segment? I think yeah, I think next Friday when we do our rapid fire, I think it's all Super Bowl. I think that we need to I'm write that down. <laughs> all Super Bowl bets on Friday. That would be perfect. Friday I've already got in. something. I I i sent it to one of my buddies it's called the six pack for a rack and the rack is uh insinuating them in a win a thousand dollars so Ooh. stay tuned everyone i won Ooh. 550 last week i don't think i told you that vince oh my god well you told i didn't you want to rub it in your face when you said your bet, bet almost lost i didn't want to be the guy that's like oh well here's the 550 I mean, bet that i just won you said you won big and i didn't want to ask how much that's what i that's, yeah <laughs> That's that's how I felt about it because I had it. So everybody knows what we're talking about. 
I had a 10 game or 10 part parlay in the championship uh, two games, right? So it was five from the first game, five from the second game, five from the first game hit four from the second game hit. (laughs) All I needed was Amon Ross St. Brown to catch a touchdown pass and they threw it to somebody else. At I was the gonna end. say just like three other wide receivers caught touchdowns for the Lions. I thought that was gonna be the easiest one of oh, those five. Yeah. And it didn't hit. So I got nine out of ten. And of course, you, you know, no A for effort on that one. You get nothing out of that, but and it is what it is. All right. Uh, we got one more question. I do believe. Okay, yes, here we go. The following coaches did not land jobs this hiring cycle. Bill Belichick, Pete Carroll. Mike Vrabel, Aaron Glenn, Anthony Weaver, Eric Bieniemy, uh, Giro Aviro, and Mike Kafka. If you were to start a team, which one of those guys would you hire to be your head coach? Uh, I think that this would come down to Pete Carroll and Eric Bieniemy for me. And I think Ooh. the battle you would have is kind of young, younger versus older, right? You have the old Pete Carroll who you know what you're going to kind of get. He's kind of old school. He's proven that wherever he goes, he is the success factor, right? Like they took Russell Russell Wilson went away. He still had success uh, with Geno Smith. He was obviously a very good coach at USC, a very good developer of quarterbacks. Like he's, he's very good with working with quarterbacks, right? So I like all of that. But the reason why I like Eric Benemy is I think he's the guy that deserves this shot. And he was behind, you know, he learned under Andy Reid for a very long time. Uh, he's put together, you know, very good offenses uh, with Patrick Mahomes. And I just think, you know, he went to, the, I don't think the commanders was a good fit for him, but I think he was just honestly not tired of being with the Chiefs, just wanted something new and that new opportunity. And so I guess I'm surprised that he hasn't had the opportunity to be a head coach yet. And I think he'd be a, a tremendous guy to kind of give the opportunity to. I'm not sold on Bienemy. I think he is the, I don't know. I feel like he's like the, the Charlie Weiss of, of uh, Bill Belichick. Okay. I see. You know, that. I, I don't know. Well, I, I think Andy Reid is the brains behind the operation in Kansas yeah. city. That, but that's my opinion. We'll see what happens for me. And, and apparently people in the, in the chat agree with me. Mike Vrabel is my guy. Like I, I would go Mike Vrabel and here's the reason why I just like the attitude that his teams have like they yeah. adopt his, reminds you of dan campbell just, yeah, his linebacker punch you in Tough. the mouth like no excuses that's yeah that's the kind of football team i would want if i was building one i just want a tough hard-nosed team I, I don't want a finesse football team like that would not make me happy in any way i want a team that's gonna punch you in the mouth step on your throat and then punch you in the mouth again like that's what i and i think mike rabel that's who he is and i think when his titans teams were good that's who they were too like Right. Run the ball, just pound it at you, play good defense. Like, I would pick him to be my guy. I really would. The only thing that I would argue about Vable is how current, like you were saying, how current could he be in terms of, you know, offense that can keep up with the rest of the league type situation. Fair enough. And so, like, in a perfect world, you'd combine Vable and Venomy together, and yeah. that would be, like, hey, the perfect. He come be my OC. You know, I'll bring him in as OC because Vrabel's a defensive guy, right? That's what I mean, right? And so yeah. like, if you combine the two on a staff, I go. think they'd be a very successful team as well. Win-win. See? That's why you and I could be co-general managers. <laughs> I'll, I'll be the owner. You be the general manager. I'll just sit in the owner's box and eat Nelson's. All right. That's going to do it, everybody. Wow. 
for for rapid fire and for this edition of Ivy Nation Sports Talk. Somehow we made it past seven o'clock, Jesse. I don't know how it happened, but it did happen. So loose lips. Congratulations to you, sir. No, no. Congratulations, congratulations to you. <laughs> It's a mutual admiration society going on right here. <laughs> but everybody, make sure you hit that like button, that subscribe button, that notification bell. Make sure you share with your family and friends all the good stuff that you know you want to do. Just make sure you just smash that like button on your way out. You know, do Leave a comment. Way. Tell us why yeah. you like Vince, why you don't like him. <laughs> yeah. Be, you won't hurt his feelings. Be brutal. It's okay. I can take it. I've been married almost 20 years. I've heard it all. <laughs> it's all good. Uh, but tomorrow, we will be back. Same time on Friday that we normally go. 5 o'clock. So a little bit earlier. So make sure you uh, got your notification bell in case you forget. But Sean Styers will be back in his house uh, after Notre Dame takes care of business against Georgia Tech tonight. You can get on that charter plane, come back to the South Bend area, and we'll be back at 5 o'clock tomorrow for some rapid fire. So make sure you tune in. And I'm sure, I believe there's going to be a recruiting show tomorrow during the day with Ryan and Sean. Make sure you tune into that. And then just stick around for our 5 o'clock Friday fire. So, just we got it for you. Just just come hang out with us on Friday. It's gonna be a lot of fun. So we're like the fun nightcap at the end of the day. Hundred percent. Everybody's in a good mood after they get off work on Friday. Yeah, great. It's gonna be fantastic. Come hang out for a little bit. Start your weekend the right way. Absolutely, absolutely. So for Jesse, I'm Vince. We will talk to you next time on the Ivy Nation Sports Talk. Woo! For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done.